0: Welcome back to the MTR Network, and this is Chris here. And I got my boy D on the line. What's going on, man? What up, man? And we are back for the first of with hopefully will be many Character Corners. This is going to be our new MTR Premium, uh, actually, not MTR Premium show, MTR Network show, where we pick, uh, right now, we're picking a comic book character, and we're going to have an entire discussion. Around that one combo character. Uh, that might change in the future, we might change to other other things in the character corner, but right now we're going to stick to trying to pick one character uh, to, uh, to talk about. We'll be going to uh, mainly, you know, this is mainly going to be superhero base right now. Uh, we'll be going through Marvel and DC, and uh, I'll say this right now the Marvel ones we do are going to be so much easier. And <laughs> and, and not be, not not because I know more about Marvel characters because, like I said, the first character we're doing today is going to be Scott Lang, uh, Ant-Man, the second Ant-Man, and I'll be perfectly honest: before I read his latest book, which is maybe a couple few months ago, I never read anything on Scott Lang.
1: But we'll, we'll talk about that. But that's that's a very common complaint about Scott Lang's oh, character. Uh, yeah, that's gonna and be why the, they picked him to be in the movie.
0: And, and, and um, trust me, after reading more, I'm, I'm I I. We'll definitely talk more about that, but um yeah, so it's not just that I'm a Marvel guy. Here's the thing that makes this that make the Marvel one so much easier. Marvel Unlimited makes this so much easier to go back and find information out on these characters and find books. Uh, I was able to do so much research on Scott Lang through going to Wikipedia to find out what articles uh, what what issues to read that had certain events, and I could find the entire like runs. And read them through Marvel Unlimited for the most part. I, I can't really do that with DC. <laughs> well,
1: there's lots of reasons for DC. But for me, it's most... Look, you're DC. You've been around... You were the first. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you have some... And you, I know you digitized. Why wouldn't you have a subscription-based service? I Dude, it makes no sense. I would pay for it right now. Like, I, I don't understand what they're doing. Like, they they have... Again... And I know people say that, oh, no, they're reboots. They reset the continuity. But the thing is... The new the, 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 the event they just did that no one's talking about because Secret Wars is so much better, Convergence reestablished all of it. And so now it all counts. And I honestly thought that when they dropped that issue, once I read it, I was like, oh, we're going to get an announcement in a week or two mm-hmm. saying that now they have a digital library. Nothing.
0: Yeah, it, it, makes, it makes absolutely no sense to me why DC doesn't have a Marvel Unlimited-like app and again here's the thing uh the marvel Unli- the actual marvel unlimited app itself is not great <laughs> it is probably the worst comic book reader out of the readers i have uh to read a book on but it gives me access like i have access to that fa- I-, I went back and i can go back and re- you can go back and read avengers number one yes you know and it's not a great read or anything but you can go back that far and find these things and and and, and see the and, and see how they 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 live up, or just read the background. You can you can do. It's literally a library. It's a library of all the older books, and um, they're missing some things. And I'll talk about that as we go into talking about Scott Lang. It's kind of weird, but it has so much more than it's missing. And yeah, if you want the newer stuff, it's not gonna have the the latest of like something from like two months ago. But they got a lot of the stuff on there, and you can go in and read. A lot of these whole story arcs if you want to um and it's a great way of not just um it's a great way of not just if you're doing something like we're doing which is researching a certain character but discovering other things too um this is how i, I actually went out and finally read um uh christopher priest's uh black panther run it was right. I, I'm, I i was sitting there on their on their discover page and it was like black panther i was like well let me see what they have on black panther Next thing you know, I'm like 12 issues into his run, and I'm just like, fuck I gotta read the whole thing now. You know? it's,
1: it's, it's basically Netflix for Marvel. It is. Because I, my girl and I, in the winter, we were like, we don't like, we, there's nothing good on TV. Let's was, pick was like a show to watch. And we watched Fringe. Mm-hmm. And I never would have watched Fringe if it hadn't been like suggested on Netflix. Same thing with Marvel Limited. I am a nerd, so I've got a lot of the runs that I like and I love. But our older stuff that I'm like, I never did read that. And then I dive. All of a sudden, it's like three hours later, and I've read 17 issues of something. It,
0: it like I said, I. So uh, when we do the DC, uh, <laughs> when we do the DC, <laughs> DC ones. It's going to be interesting because I I'm to go and dig through and find different ways of finding some of the older, older issues to read. And um, I'll, I'll have to do more. I'll have to do more research, but doing uh the marvel characters is going to be easy because I pretty much have access to the entire back back library you know whenever I want and I can fill I can, I can fill in the gaps later on when I need to but I have everything there so like I said we're doing Scott Lang the character Scott Lang uh, and he we're, the main reason why we picked this one for the first one is he has a movie coming out in uh in a couple of weeks we're going Marvel decided when they announced that they were doing Ant-Man, there's a lot of talk about whether they were going to go with Hank Pym or, you know, everybody was like, it's got to be Hank Pym, even me. Uh, and then they announced that actually, no, it's going to be a, um, it's going to be uh, Scott Lang. It's going to be the main character. Hank Pym will be in there, but he'll be older, but they'll be going with Scott Lang. And I guess this is the part where we can start at, you know, the character Scott Lang first appearance was Avengers 181, uh, March 79, which, that, that 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 leaves him a lot of the character's been around for a while yes I i think when people first think of scott lang versus over hank pym they think this this is a character that's rather new which is what i thought too i was like oh man this character has to be new If everybody god never paid attention to ant-man you know yeah. there's there i uh, i guess we can go with this too you know the ant-man mantle has been held by mainly there's two there's 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 three, but there's mainly two: Hank Pym, Scott Lang, and then there's what? Eric O'Grady, I believe.
1: Eric O'Grady, who, if you like Walking Dead, uh, Robert Kirkman started writing that book. Mm. He wrote Eric Grady before he got the Image deal, mm. and it's like a hilarious. Book. It he takes a very fun look at the of bad. It's like 15 issues maybe, mm. but I actually I, I really enjoyed the run. They worked Eric Grady and some lander stuff. He's in a couple Hickman books. Uh, I think Secret Avengers. Or maybe Rick Minder, one of the two, I can't remember. But uh, the bottom line is, these are your two main Ant-Men.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so these are the two two main ones. So f- automatically when you think Ant-Man, everybody goes Hank Pym. But like I said, Scott Lang's been around for a while. He uh, was first introduced in Infinity 181, like I said. The funny thing about his first appearance is it really is, no pun intended, the world's smallest cameo. Right. I mean, he's literally in the background working on a security system. Tony Stark introduces him for like a hot second to Wonder Man after Wonder Man tries to like whoop his ass, and that's it. That's it. it. <laughs> <And> that's it. <laughs> you get nothing else. Like you're just introducing this character. You're, and I guess back in the I guess in the '70s, if you read that, you would have thought nothing else about it.
1: Then Venom- yeah, for me, I kind of like that first appearance because it's one of those like old. Like an old Stanley book, where like every character matters, mm-hmm. and like even the background characters. Like I don't know if you uh, watched the Spectacular Spider-Man when they had the animated, animated series. They did it very based on the Lee Ditko style of storytelling, and so every character had a name that matters. Like there was a random save cracker, but his name was Flint Marco. Like they made in the same. Like it's it, it, it's something where I like that. It's not like I don't want to say it's like decompressed storytelling, like a Brian Michael Bendis where everything takes forever to happen, but it also felt Go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying that I like that he got the small moment, no pun intended, before becoming Ant-Man. Otherwise, you'd be like, well, where'd this guy come from? Even with the month of continuity, it felt like it was a bigger story.
0: Right. Right. I mean, so you, you get him introduced there. Then his his first appearance actually as in the Ant-Man costume is, sure, we all know the origin of him becoming Ant-Man with him and Marvel premiere uh, 47, which actually is not. That is the, uh, Marvel Premiere 47 and 48 are actually not on Marvel Unlimited. It's the weirdest thing when some of the issues don't show up on Marvel Unlimited. I have no idea why those two are on there. Because everything else for Marvel Marvel Premiere is.
1: (laughs) Cynical Daniels says that they pulled it because the movie's coming out.
0: And and maybe they did. But the weird thing about it is everything else you look for involving him is on there. Yeah, but I think we're
1: getting an origin movie.
0: True. So maybe that's why they did it. So, uh, and... Well, I I think, and I guess the, the, when we go in, I, I'm trying to figure out how to do this, because uh, I I think the thing about Ant Man, I, th- I said this when we first started this. The thing about the, this this character Ant Man, uh, as Scott Lang, is his story when you follow it, his storyline from when he gets first introduced in uh, in 1979 in Avengers 181. To where he's at now in his current run, uh, the current run of Ant Man is following Scott Lang. It's actually pretty linear. Like yeah. he has a pretty linear story where everything kind of kind of connects, and it's not like some other characters where um, some of their bigger moments are are, are retconned and, and and they 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 say, oh, well, we're not going to pay attention to that. Almost everything that's happened to this character, I feel like that 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 is major. is stuff that he still acknowledges.
1: Yeah, it all stuck. It all matters. I think part of that is, and again, you're going to have a lot of small puns because one, it's funny, and two, I mean, it's kind of true. He's never been a major player in the Marvel Universe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's been another guy who filled out an Avengers roster or filled out a Fantastic Four roster or filled out uh, an FF roster or who was the other... He's he's quite literally the other Ant-Man. For me, the reason the character Scott Lang is interesting, the reason, even from the jump, I was kind of okay with him being the, uh, the Ant-Man in the movies is, one, this is the first movie lead we've had who wasn't a standing jack guy. Mm-hmm. This is kind of signaling Marvel's moving forward in the chronology of the comics. Um, two, he's one of the few true legacy heroes in Marvel. Like, most of the time, like, yeah, Bucky will take the shield for a while and be Captain America, but he knows he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Eric Masterson was Thor. Beta Ray Bill was Thor, but Thor's going to be Thor. Um, Iron Man. When Rhodey was Iron Man, mm-hmm. you knew Tony Stark was coming back. And this is one of those few characters, who replacement characters, who didn't have to take on a new name when when the original guy came back.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing that, that stood out to me too is that here you have everybody going, "Oh, Scott Lang is not Ant Man." But truth of the matter is, yeah, he is. I mean, he, he's the most Ant Man that you can get. Yeah, he's been Ant Man. For years, it's you know Hank Pym took on the the, the he took on so many other names you know uh, Goliath he took on uh, what was a Yellow Jacket for a while Yellow there.
1: Jacket Giant Man yeah. uh, he was the Wasp after Janet
0: died right H- H- Hank Pym is the one that actually is not called Ant Man anymore it's it's it really is Scott Lang like he is Ant Man and uh it, it's 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 a funny thing and like I said it, it's it's funny you mentioned guys one of my notes about him is that like he did like everybody. Did, he recognizes that everybody kind of was like no no that's that's ant man and for a while there and again they kind of reference this in some of the in in the newer books is yeah. some of his some of the people that he fights don't even know that he's not the original ant man it yeah. is it, a funny thing you know so and, and it's something that you know you see in the the, the the newer book, but it also happens you know i i want to say it happens when he fights taskmaster that with with uh Hawkeye and we'll get into that later but uh, I don't think I, I think that uh, Taskmaster kind of thought he, he he was um I think he thought he was Hank or the original Ant Man. I don't think he really I don't think it really mattered to him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one way or the other. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean it, it it that's what makes the character so interesting that you know he took over somebody but then it kind of stuck like that is he is who he is. Um, the other thing that that kind of gets me too about this character. Uh, and I think makes his character so interesting. And it's why uh, I'm so glad we did this. I was thinking about it more and more. One of the characters they introduced in Marvel Premiere 47 with uh, Scott Lane taking over uh, the, the modern Ant-Man. The reason why he's doing this, he he—he he steals Hank Pym's uh, Ant-Man suit. Which, by the way, was funny. He didn't even know. He's robbing house. Didn't even know he was robbing Hank Pym's house. Which right. <laughs> is a hilarious thing. But he was going to save his daughter, Cassie. Uh and I think what makes this character so interesting to me is that we have a lot of family dynamics in comics. But I and I've read a lot of family dynamics, but I feel like the Scott Cassie d- dynamic is so much different than that. It's
1: because yeah, like, it, it
0: feels real. Yeah, he's he's literally like there are there there are issues in here, and this is why I said his, his story is so linear. There are issues in the beginning where he's literally you know he is a, a an ex-con. Tony Stark gave him a job. Uh, when when Cassie uh, has a heart condition, and he needs to get money for surgery. He goes out and starts trying to rob houses again, and then he decides he's gonna uh, rescue. Uh, he, he wants to get I think Erica Sottenheim. is a doctor he thinks can help save his daughter. So he goes to rescue her from Cross uh, Cross Enterprise I believe. Is that, is that what Yeah, uh Darren Cross, yeah. Yeah, Darren Cross. Is, I can't remember what the name of his company was. I think it's Cross Enterprises. I think. Uh, I believe so. We have we, we have Google. But Yeah. You know, he he really is a criminal, <laughs> you know? And he's <laughs> never kind of shot away from that. That that is his path and it's real. Um a lot another thing that's, that that that's a constant here is the struggle with his wife. And mm-hmm. his daughter, and it's it's so much different than your typical superhero family, where almost the entire family is superheroes. And yeah. so, and, and and we'll get into Cassie, what, what happens with Cassie later on, but you know, it really is a father who turns in, who stumbles, literally stumbles into being a superhero, because he has no real powers.
1: Yep, he's got the suit.
0: He's got the suit with a, a, an ex-wife who kind of hates him. And thinks he's irresponsible, for good reason. Which he is. He is. <laughs> and, and and I think that's the other thing too that makes him such a real character is when you see oh, what is his wife's name? Oh God! I'll pull it up. Yeah, pull
1: it up. His I forget. Ex-wife's name is Peggy Ray.
0: <laughs> yeah, but when when Peggy when Peggy argues with him, you kind of want to take his side, but then you're like, but Scott, you are, you are irresponsible. Um, you're a criminal who stole superpowers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So there was um. Was it the 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 issue that he joins officially joins the Avengers? I'm skipping ahead of here, but the issue he officially joins the Avengers, I believe, is Avengers number sixty-two. I think that's like, well, I guess that's maybe that's issue four seventy-seven. You know how they they reissue, they redo yeah. some of those. But it's 1998, he officially joins the Avengers. He's been bouncing around and helping teens between there, but he officially joins then, and it's really after he loses custody of his daughter, and it's it's kind of a heart wrenching thing. But you, you know, even even the judge tells him at one point, it's like, well, man, like, it's not really your criminal past. I mean, you, you've, you've atoned for that, but, like, you're kind of an Avenger. He's like, I'm not really an Avenger right now. I, I didn't take the job because I wanted... And he's like, well, you look like an Avenger to me, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's that bond between father and daughter that is really the, the core of Scott. And, you know, jumping ahead to, to where they're doing the movie, like I said, we're going to get a new origin story but we know that he's still going to be, he's still going to have his criminal past. Uh, We've seen images, we've seen, you know, images of his daughter clearly being there. Um, I feel like to me, if they, she I'm not saying that the, 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 the the, the kid they get playing Cassie has to have a, a, a large role, but definitely she has to play a large role in Scott's motivation for what he does. Right. Because it's just such a it's such a key thing. And as we go through more and more of these key moments with Scott, it's a huge thing for him, him and his daughter. And it's a relatable thing. Like, he's not the super smart genius. I mean, he does some smart things, you know, definitely. He's, he's smart he's enough. He's smart enough, you know. But he's not the Hank Pims of the world. He's not the Reed Richards. He's not, you know, Iron Man. He's not Tony Stark, you know. So you need some... But to me, he's a more grounded character, and I think when seeing that and and reading some of these back these backstories on Scott Lang, I was like, oh yeah, it's obvious why you pick him for to be Ant Man in the movie because it's it's I think it's technically a better story.
1: Well, yeah, it's a better story. It's got better grounding, and I think almost that he's a blank slate because as we talk about the issues that have kind of defined Scott Lang, mm-hmm. you'll notice that he there's none none of these issues are Ant Man issues. No their Marvel team-up, or jail, or, excuse me, or um, Avengers, or Fantastic Four, or, like, it's always someone else's book, so he's always kind of been, I don't want to say sidetracked or made to feel small, but mm-hmm. the the space he's been given hasn't been that extensive, and the fact that they've been able to tell, like you said, this linear, family-oriented story, it's very, first of all, it's very impressive. Yeah. Second of all, it shows that a lot of writers are itching to get their hands on him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because if you're writing a Fantastic Four book like, Hey man, is anyone using is anyone using Scott Lang? No? Great. I'm taking him for the eight issues. Yeah. Like that that's that's the kind of conversation you'd have in an editorial office. We um. And, go no, ahead. No, no, go ahead. All, all I am gonna say is that I think it's I think that you have more flexibility because if you have Hank Pym as Ant Man, we're gonna I promise you stay on Scott Lang, but there's a there's baggage that comes with that character and the Ant Man name mm-hmm. that you cannot address. Mm-hmm. And with Scott Lang, you free yourself up to kind of do the Marvel thing where we've got the skeleton, this character. How do we ratchet everything else up and make it more impressive? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you you get a cycle. By the time you get to the, the new Ant-Man that, that came out, I think it started, I don't know if it started this year or last year. End like, of 2014, I think. Okay, when, when you get the new new Ant-Man in 2014, you pretty much have almost completed a cycle. A, a complete cycle was Scott Lang and, and, and Cassie Lang like? It's it's incredible when I when I started reading the whole thing. It's a cycle of life, death, rebirth. I mean, it it is it's actually an incredible cycle a, a, a cycle that goes on here, and it's all canon. Like at no point have they ever come back and get no, that didn't happen. And right. it's incredible. It, it reminds me of what we had when we talked about when we first got the idea for doing this this, this entire show was when we did uh, the review for the season finale of The Flash. And we went in, we were talking a little bit about the history of The Flash and the character. And one of the things you said about The Flash was how he's like the center of the DC Universe and connects everything in that universe. Mm. And while I'm not saying Scott Lang is definitely not the center of the Marvel Universe and connects everything, it feels like he touches, like you can find... <laughs> he he's so small such a small character and i and i'm not even trying to make a joke here i'm not even trying to be ironic he's such a small character you don't realize how much he actually touches for everything on the i mean we're talking about he touches things like house of m um there's uh i think the doom war stuff i mean there's he touches a lot of shit and i'm going through this stuff like wow he was involved in that and, oh he did do that. Oh shit! That was Avengers Disassembled. Oh, that was this. Yeah. It's 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 so much stuff in there with Scott Lang that you're like, wow, he really was there. Sometimes you don't realize it because you just see Ant Man. You're going, oh, we got to be Hank Pym. And then you're like, oh no, somebody called him Scott.
1: Oh. Yeah, because if if you and it's the thing is that like you even said it, he's been around since the '70s, but he didn't become an Avenger 2001. Mm-hmm. Like that's nuts. Yeah. But he's always been there. You go through like the the notable issues on any wiki page. And and none of it says Ant-Man until the very end. It'll all say Avengers, Wonder Man Special, Iron Man, Marvel Team-Up, FF, Fantastic Four, Defenders, for the love of God. Mm -hmm. He was part of the Defenders. Everything but an Avenger, and I think that them elevating him for the movie is going to be good for the character. It's going to be good for Marvel because, I don't know, they're doing some interesting things with Hank Pym. I'm not sure what the next move is, but... um, I don't know, I think that this is... He's not, like you said, he's not the center of the universe. He's not the connected tissue. But no one said, let's get rid of this daughter and make him make a deal with the devil. Yeah. No one's editorial been like, we need a younger Scott Lang. Or or like, even like if you go to his closest analog across the street at DC, the Atom. Adam, the Atom's history is messed up. Mm-hmm. He's been de-aged. He was a teen titan after he was in the JLA. Yeah,
0: I've never seen a character in any company in either, 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 either studio uh, or, or a company from Marvel or DC, that has such a straightforward and simple story by Scott Lang. Like, this is really probably going to be the easiest comic book uh, character corner we ever do. Right. Because his story is linear. It, it, there, there's stuff happens. I mean, even, when, even his death and rebirth and, and Kathy's death uh, and rebirth.
1: It all makes sense with the story. It, it all makes sense in the story. You're like, oh well, wow, <laughs> they
0: actually that makes a hell of a lot of fucking sense. And it's, of course, he's back. I'm like, yeah, and it, it just was like, oh shit, that and 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 here's the crazy thing about this. The crazy thing about you know, and, and we'll get into more about their 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 uh, Cassie's death and 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 uh, Scott's death, but their deaths are actually the catalysts. Are not even they're still small small scale if you think about it, because they're yeah. really just pawns and, and, and pieces of. A larger, more well-known character. It's 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 just like I said. He's he's kind of like glue, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Not an important part, but you need him to kind of stick the, you stick him here to pull the together. cracks. Yeah, it's just that's what that's what's been happening. Um, we were talking about a little bit how irresponsible uh, he is with with his daughter,
1: like uh, comically so.
0: one of the, the the my my moments is uh, when he's um I think it what was it I. I don't even think I have the issue. It's the iconic issue that has... I think it's an Avengers issue. It might be, Or it's a team of... It's an Avengers issue, I believe, that has uh, Ant-Man on the tip of uh, Hawkeye's arrow. Oh, I can't remember. I don't believe I wrote that one down. for The number the Avengers issue. I know it's was in a Marvel Unlimited. But uh, it's basically... I think uh, task, a Taskmaster is, is recruiting at carnivals or some shit like that. And yeah. Hawkeye is is trying to figure out what's going on. So, Scott ends up teaming up with Hawkeye cuz he's there not again stumbles onto a problem. Like Hawkeye trying to do some shit. Scottish is just there at the carnival with his da- with his daughter Cassie. And so when he realizes that Hawkeye needs help, what he does is he puts his daughter on a ride that he said he didn't want her on. Gives the the, 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 the ride operator money and says, "Run it until she doesn't want to be on it anymore." Then he goes and fights Taskmaster with fucking a uh, Hawkeye. Then he remembered all of a sudden, oh shit, my daughter! I forgot about my daughter. It's like, dude, are you serious?
1: It's. <laughs> it's- I mean, he is like, and that's one of the things. He's so consistently written, written as this guy who is kind of enamored with being a superhero. To the point where he kind of forgets about his other responsibilities.
0: Because he's not. Because here's the thing. He's not really a superhero. Like everybody else. Again. Because he's a thief. He's, he, he, Right. He's a regular guy. Like I think that's the thing that made me really start liking this character so much. Scott Lang is like you or me. He is a regular dude. Now granted we don't have kids. But he's a regular dude.
2: He's,
0: a, he's basically. He's really what happens if. What if you found a suit that gave you powers?
1: Right, <laughs> um, but you just find it. You break it in the shit and accidentally found it. Right,
0: <laughs> but but you did it and you used it for good because that's one thing right. that there's a reason why why Hank Pym let him keep it is he saw he he followed him and said what are you gonna do with it and it saw that he was using it for good and said you know what dude you can keep it which I'm like okay I, I wouldn't have done that but yeah whatever. the
1: issue is um. It's Avengers two twenty three. You're talking about the cover, the iconic cover with oh, Ant Man grabbing the arrow, Hawkeye about to shoot it.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, the other thing too, in uh, again Marvel Premiere forty seven, which is his, his actual uh, first appearance as actual yeah. Ant Man. It's something that that I was finding hilarious in the new book, and I realized again, it's canon. I mean, anything you see in the newer books, you got to just realize that it's 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 been from the it's been like this from the beginning. Uh he named the ants. Yeah. He actually was naming the ants all the way back then. He called one of the ones he was writing Emma or something like that. Like he's been naming the ants since the beginning. Like it's not something and that's new. how
1: we would act if we had these powers. Right. <laughs> it's Chuck Barris? Mm-hmm. From Ant-Man one Yeah. Gotta, gotta name your employees, let them know that you let them know that you care. Right. But and, and again, it's a
0: consistent thing. Like I've seen it now. I saw it in premiere 47. I was like, Holy shit. He named the ants even back then. <laughs> then I was reading somewhere else. And another issue, I can't remember what issue it was. It was later on. I was like, he was still naming the ants. I was like, Oh shit. They kept that. Like, again, the character is so amazing because everything that's made the character him has been consistent. Like maybe the most consistent character I've ever seen in, um, in Marvel history. I'm pretty sure there's some inconsistent things with him. But I mean, no no comic book character is ever 100% consistent, but yeah. holy shit, man. Like that's that's big to me that they keep that kind of stuff. Again, his humor has always kind of been there. Uh it's, you know, the the newer, nowhere near where it is in the new book, but still. No. Um and it's just it, it's the newer. his his now that he has his own book, you're actually getting more of him. To me, what I feel like the, the new the new Ant man book could do is it kind of takes all the stuff we've been getting bits and pieces of uh, of with with Scott in previous uh his previous incarnations and it kind of conditioned them into his own book so you get them all so instead of getting spread out over five issues you can get it all in like three panels of him you know yeah. naming ants and being this you know or being a a good slash bad father at the same time like i've never like that's got to be one of his powers. <laughs> Being a good slash bad dad <laughs> at the same time. Uh, speaking of powers, we never we didn't go over this powers of Ant Man. You want to go through those?
1: Yeah, let's do it. I mean, his name's Ant Man. He can shrink. He can talk to ants.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 it really relies on the Pym particles, which yeah. apparently nobody ever has really decided what those actually are made of and do
1: well they were a gas originally because they had these little canisters but then they said that Hank Pym had been exposed unless you didn't need him anymore but then no one ever answered that question about Scott so there's like a strain of issues where you see Scott laying changing size without mentioning the Pym particles
0: yeah so it's weird so some places say that like Scott has been oddly enough his daughter and Hank is one of the people that can has been exposed to enough Hank, uh, uh, Pim particles to change without actually being exposed to the gas. Hank Pim, definitely. Uh, the weird thing about Scott is they never they've never really addressed that. No. So you've seen him do it without the gas, but in the earlier issues, he's definitely using the gas. So we don't know. And I know I, I do know in one issue they might have changed it so that he said that he moved his cancer from his belt. It used to be he'd pop out of his belt like a. Uh, like Spider-Man used to pop out the the webbing canisters, yeah. and change. But then he said he moved it. He, one of the, the things he did to his was to move it to his helmet. Uh, one thing I did find interesting is, and again, I I don't know. Like the artwork is terrible, and I didn't read this whole storyline, but I did. You know, one of the things he he says when he's in he references in his later book, and again, he's just, this is canon and stuff that actually happens. He does defeat Doom hand to hand combat. Yeah, uh, and was that in he, FF? Yeah, it was FF, the, the last issue of FF, uh, I think it was FF16, and I'm reading out yeah. now, uh, he has become the first one to fully understand that the pin particles operate on the X, Y, and Z axis, and so he's going to actually fully rec- or, or, or realize the full power of the pin particles, but I'm not sure how much they're going to keep, I don't know, I don't know if they're going to keep that aspect of that, because like I said, that came into came into play in, in the FF, but we'll see. So, and that's how he uses that to kind of defeat. He I mean he becomes really powerful when he's defeating yeah. Doom. So that that might be one of the things that they're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're we're not gonna say that he didn't defeat Doom, but we're gonna just pretend like he didn't do do it that way because that was a little ridiculous. Um. <laughs> so, but yeah, this is basically oh, and the communication with ants. I think we mentioned that, but oh yeah, always a, always a good that's always a always a good thing. So. Uh let's see what else we had here so so I was mentioned before about the, the well, again huge relation with his daughter, so when he officially joins the Avengers uh he's also runs into Jack of Hearts, and they kind of have this beef at first, but I think they don't know Jack of Hearts helps save Cassie, so they be kind yep. of become friends. And then around, I think it's Avengers 500 is when yes. uh, Scott is actually he dies. He he gets killed. He gets killed by um, uh, an exploding uh, Jack of Hearts. I think dies, commits suicide when trying to save Cassie. So when Jack of Hearts shows back up to uh, Avengers at, Mansion, yeah, at Avengers Mansion, he's being manipulated by it's a is basically zombified Jack of Hearts being yeah. uh, manipulated by uh, Scarlet Witch. And it goes into her, starts her whole
1: House of M thing. Everyone is listening. I promise you when you read it, it makes more sense.
0: It does. It does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a weird thing. It, it sounds, you hear House of M and you hear all this other stuff and people go, Oh, I don't know. If but you don't even need to know all that stuff because for the most part, if you read just the Scott Lang stuff, it it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. So he yeah, happens
1: kind of around the bigger story,
0: right? Because here's the thing. He dies at in in, in that issue. Like he was one of three Avengers she kills. And four, four, no, three. It's three. Jack of Hearts, because Jack of Hearts already dead. Oh yeah, yeah. Jack of Hearts already dead. So it was the Hawkeye, Vision, uh, Vision, and Scott Lang. And I think Scott yeah. is the first one to die. Yeah, that's it. He's dead. He's gone. Um, I'm not. I didn't. I didn't do too much research into this and how she became stature. But while he's dead, his daughter Cassie joins the Young Avengers. I did read this, and I so, want to just fill in real quick. I, I, um, yeah, at, fill in. I've read, I've read. I've read. I've read the Avengers: The children Crusade. We'll talk yeah. about that next. But yeah, go ahead and fill in how she became stature.
1: Bottom line: um, After Avengers assembled, uh, there's a character who comes from the future who says he came to to help save the Avengers. Reaches out and create the Young Avengers. It's people who are kind of analogs of the the older Avengers. A big thing at Marvel is they've never had sidekicks. Mm-hmm. Stanley thought it was dumb and dangerous for superheroes to kids in the battle, which is why he killed Bucky. Um, this was kind of the first foray into, like, explicitly psychics. They had, like, Hulkling and, like, Asgardian and, like, uh, Wiccan was, like, a a, a, a little kid uh, version of Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. But Cassie gets pulled in through this, what do you call it? I think it was the uh, New Avengers Protocols. Uh, it's, a, it's a really well-written story, beautiful story. Alan Heinberg wrote it. Um, he created the characters. I think he ended up writing Children's Crusade as well. Yeah, he did. Um I, I just I would recommend that quick miniseries. And the cool thing about these characters is that Marvel is very protective of them. So that if you wanted to write Young Avengers, you had to not because Heinberg created them, you had to get the okay from Alan Heinberg, who's also like a big time TV writer. And so they had to like so they're, so the young Avengers stories are harder to find with this classic group, but the ones that Heinberg's hands are on are very well done.
0: Yeah, so I didn't read how she actually came into the group, but I did read the Children Crusade because that leads to it actually it, it it's the next arc in in the Scott Scott and Cassie story where it's yeah. it's Scott's resurrection and Cassie and actually Cassie's death. And yeah. I just I read it like no no lie 2 hours ago. It is a great read. I mean, you yeah. you it, it's basically a read again, Scott and Cassie aren't the main figures here. It's really about uh, Doom and Doctor Doom, Scarlet Witch, and and her children, which turn out to be I uh, think w- Wiccan and Speed. Speed, yeah. And who are her twins that she thought she lost, which which again ties back to why. <laughs> I mean, every, like, again. It almost feels like a Hickman story because it's like, oh wait, this all ties back to why we got the whole because
1: all these different writers, it's just people being like, hey, no one's used Scott Scott Lang in a while. Mm-hmm. Let's go grab Scarlet. Right, so you get you
0: get this young this, this team of young Avengers, uh, and they're gonna help. And, and Cassie's part of this team, and they're trying to help. Uh, I can't remember their their real names, but a uh, Wiccan and, and basically Wiccan because he's uh, speed is kind of like whatever. But Wiccan find mm-hmm. out if, first find Scarlet Witch cause nobody know what happened to Scarlet Witch after I believe House of M. Yes, and try to find her. And, and and find out if she really is his mother. So you go through this whole thing, and it's actually a really well contained story, and it's up a lot of stuff. I mean, it's it's got uh, some stuff with Doom, some stuff with the Avengers versus the X Men. I mean, it's it's got it's, 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 it's actually a lot of complexity there. And I'm reading, I'm like, this is actually a really good story. Um, and you get some, and again. While they're not the center of it, you get some really great moments with Scott and Cassie. You get the moment when when, when Cassie realizes, when they find Scarlet Witch and Cassie realizes she can actually you know, save her dad. Because again, we have uh, Iron Lad, which is basically uh, the young version of Kang the Conqueror. And he time travels and they go back and they have Scarlet Witch and she's basically, Cassie saves her father, saves Scott. Which is weird because he sees he sees the statue of himself dead. Like what <laughs> the hell? What, what's 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 going on here? So you get this great moment, and he's like, um, there's, there's another great, there's a great moment where, uh, they're going off to fight Doom I believe? Or are they going to fight? No, they're going to do something else. I think they're, uh, she's going to to, to talk to, because uh, Wiccan doesn't have his powers at this point. Doesn't th- things doesn't have his powers? Scarlet Witch is up up doing something in the air, so she wants to go talk to his mother. So, people are trying to figure out what to do. And Cassie's like, Well, I can get up there to her because I can, you know, I can grow on sides. And Scott's like, Wait, you can do that? And she's like, <laughs> Yeah, I used to steal PIM particles when you weren't looking. And she's like, I hope you're not mad. He's like, Mad? He's like, My daughter's a superhero. And like, <laughs> and, it's, and it's funny because, again, full circle, how did he get them? He stole them. stole them. Exactly. How did his daughter get them? She stole them. It's just like, it's such a great father daughter moment with them. Like, it, it's so hard not to enjoy being yeah. those two even, together. Even
1: if you're not investing in the characters, and that's the other thing is that Scott Lang died in Avengers 500, which was in 2004. Mm-hmm. They brought him back in 2011, and Cassie was a, an active member of the Marvel Universe the entire time. Mm-hmm. So you watched her, if you read the books that she was in, you watched her kind of process her father's death and like her role as a hero, mm-hmm. and like grow into it. Like You watched her kind of move past it. And then so that moment when she's got that hope of seeing her father again, mm-hmm. It resonates. It, it does a Alan Heinberg does a really good job of making it resonate on the page, and Jim Chung because the artwork's beautiful.
0: Oh yeah, so great but, artwork in this.
1: Great artwork, but having read the other books too, it also like it was it was like a like I remember reading it when it came out monthly. I was like, they're bringing back Scott Lane, and then what they do at the end of that miniseries?
0: Yeah, when they actually again spoilers here, but I mean, this is what you guys want to know about the character. So in their in their fight with Doom. Uh, Scott goes uh, again to this is before he he defeats Doom later on, but he goes to 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 fight Doom uh, a giant sized Doom and he goes into the ear and Cassie thinks Doom has killed her father so she grows and hits his Doom Doom blasts her and kills her and then basically I think that that you the last that's in I think I think that's in the eighth eighth eighth, eighth issue what issue was is that let me see if I I have it. Cause I know there's one more issue after
1: it. Yeah, it's a nine issue series.
0: Nine. So it's in issue eight. Basically, the the one of the last panels is basically her laying there, you know, and Scott doesn't know, and and Scott like, hey, what's going on, guys? And he just looks down at his daughter's laying there dead. And issue nine is them kind of dealing with uh what to do with Scarlet Witch, but there's also what to do with Cassie because becomes a big thing, you have with Cassie dead. Iron Lad, who is again is Kane the Conqueror, the young Kang the Conqueror, who is trying not to become King of the Conqueror, basically Because th- we know how
1: the time travel stuff works.
0: Right. And basically what <laughs> happens is you again, just like we talk about time traveling with the flash, Cassie's death really becomes the motivating factor for basically him becoming that. Because he's like, No, I, I can be I can fix this, I can be better, I can be better than you guys think of. it's it's one he, he ends up killing uh the the, the vision the, the young version of Vision they had there. I mean, it's it's such a, it's such an incredible... That, that, that last book right there, it, it, it's so much bigger than... Again, it's so much bigger than Cassie and Scott, but again, they're at the center of it.
2: Right.
0: You know? Cassie's death is what's, what's causing all this stuff. And then you basically end, I think, that issue with Scarlet Witch hugging uh, Scott, you know, because, you know, this is all because of her.
1: And they had the statue of Cassie and... In- the young vision outside the mansion oh yeah we got that
0: too so it's just you know and 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 it takes god a while he never really kind of fully recovers from that and i think that's right. one that leads to him uh joining the future foundation i was read Richard asks him to come in and join there and that whole book is basically leading him for getting uh, him lead, trying to get revenge on, on doom Yes, and it ends with that, with him discovering the third axis of the pen particles, defeating Doom, and all that. And you're stuff. not
1: you're not a fan of the Albert's artwork, are you?
0: I am not. The artwork was, <laughs> and and the the, the the problem is like it might have been a good story, but it's oh god! Like if you you guys have heard me complain about the the artwork on Storm, no, this artwork is horrendous. Holy shit! It's really <laughs> like some 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 high school kid or some, some some middle school kid
1: drew this book. It is fucking horrendous. Okay, okay. so uh, for those of you guys who don't know, who my artist is he's a very established comic artist. He does very pop style, very fifties and sixties type comic art, and it is an acquired taste. That
0: that that is that that is an insult to fifties artwork, <laughs> sir. That is an insult. Let me see if I have. Cause I don't even, I don't. It's so bad. I don't even think I took screenshots of this shit. <laughs> it is that bad. Uh, oh my god. It is fucking. Hor- oh wait. You know, I got, the, I got the one with. I got the um. Oh, let me see if I can.
1: Because he's been drawing comics forever. Like he drew in the nineties. He drew um, he drew Madman. If you ever watched Small Rats, uh, he draws all the panels in that. Uh, he drew Peter Milligan's X Force in two thousand one, I think. With ecstatics which is kind of like a. A, a fringe X-Book, which was actually pretty interesting. He created – he'll create Dupe, who's in the – I know in the X-Books now. But, yeah, it's a very much – <laughs> I love hearing people the first time they encounter Alred because it's, it's one of two – it's like, that was interesting, or Chris's exact reaction.
0: Oh, my God. I'm sorry. It just, well, you know what the problem is? It's just there were I, – I feel like it wasn't even consistent.
1: Yeah. That's another – that's a very – uh, because his wife usually colors him and sometimes she doesn't then it looks weird I, it just it, i'm I'm okay <laughs> with with, with I'm, I'm, I can't even say i'm
0: okay with bad artwork but if you're gonna make bad artwork can you just make it consistently bad like it's like varying shades of like bad in this one <laughs> like it's just goes from, like uh it's decent to who the fuck is that oh is that the same character from the previous panel It's was like what the i can't I can't deal with that like i i I hate it but um yeah, there's actually, if you can read through it, I don't, I don't, is,
1: is the is the writing any good? Is is it a good story? No, I didn't, I, this was the, the FF and Fantastic Four run that came after Hickman. Yeah. So for me, it was automatically let down, and then the more <laughs> I read it, I was like, I don't really like this. And I think this, who wrote this? Who wrote these? This was, uh, I guess Matt Fraction wrote the, that can't remember the Fraction the whole time, Good. anyway, I didn't love this FF and Fantastic Four runs, um, Fraction tried things, I didn't think they worked. But I, I, I that, that was one of the reasons I read past I think issue five was because I liked Al Red's artwork. Mm. Yeah, no, I,
0: I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't. Uh I, 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 I skipped all the way to the end issue so I could that's see fair. how he defeated Doom, and that's where we come in with all this stuff. So we we get him defeating Doom and and, and basically beating Doom within the end of his life because that's what you know, for Cassie. Um, and then I guess because you know. When you you get your ass beat by Ant Man, you decide maybe you gotta you know make some life choices. <laughs> Doom. We have Avengers World where Doom is kind of trying to atone for some of his his sins, and one of the things he does in the last issue, Avengers World sixteen, he brings Cassie back. You know, which yeah. again, Scott Lang, the stories that involve that have Scott Lang, that involve That's Scott really Lang's cool. story. I got to read the whole book. I think that kind of ties into a little bit of the, the Hickman's Avengers run too, a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. So, yeah, yeah. So I, I need, I, I, when I started seeing it was, I was like, wait, Avengers rule. I, I know this. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, I need to read this. So, um, but the cool thing about this, again, everything around Scott, P- uh, uh, Scott Lang, I was going to say Scott Pym, Scott Lang is always about larger characters, the, the larger characters around him. Again, I hate going with these, these puns, and size numbers, jokes, and, and, yeah. but it, it, I'm not even joking. It it really is. So, while Avengers World Sixteen Doom brings Cassie back, and that's you know when we're talking about, about Scott Lang, that's an important part. When you really look at it, this is going. This ties back to the Children's Crusade Avengers run, where Doom actually gets the power of creation, and it corrupts him pretty much, and he has to be he has to be taken down. And this, in Avengers World, it feels like. He gets uh, he gets that power again and he has a choice of trying to go back and, you know, and having to corrupt him again or doing one good thing. And that one thing he does it and it goes all the way back to the world of him. And they show you the actual panels of when he kills from 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 a, a Children's Crusade when he kills Cassie and he brings her back. And I think at that time. Uh, Scott is dang, uh, dating uh, Miss Thing. She's dating Darla. I can't remember her last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dating Darla. And they're ordering, he's sitting on the couch ordering Chinese food. And the last panels are basically uh, Scott opening the door, and Cassie's right in front of him going, hi, Dad. And and where do you go from there? The new Ant-Man series. And when you think great, about it. Great launch pad. It's a great launch pad because, again, once you know the background on Scott Lang, and how he got to that point, and, and how he's there, and, like, with Cassie... Open the door, and Cassie's right in front of his face, right there. What happens in, like, while it's a funny read, what happens in the new... Those five or six issues of, of Ant-Man makes so much more sense. Like, his erratic behavior about giving up on um security job for, for Stark and, 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 and following Cassie around, like, they didn't make... I mean, I just thought that he was just being irresponsible, Scott. Yeah. But when you see everything he's been through and the fact that he literally, like, he literally just got his daughter back. Like, I remember him saying he just got his daughter back in those issues, going, okay, whatever. No, 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 no. He really just got his daughter back. Right. And you're like, oh, shit. They've been through a lot. I totally get this now. I totally understand why he's why he's acting the way he's acting and why he's doing what he's doing. And I also understand why his wife was all like, no, I got to get away from this. I got to get her. I got to get her away from this. She can't be involved in any of this. I'm like, well, yeah, shit. She died <laughs> like yeah. recently yeah. and got brought back by doom. <laughs> you know, I was like, wow. Okay. Um, this makes fucking ton of sense right here. So yeah, it, it, it's just, it was, it's, it's a, it's an interesting thing and interesting read to see, you know, the journey of Scott Lang. I mean, it really is like a, a linear line of how he's gone through all this stuff and where we're at now with him. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? This this actually is a really good character. A really good character. I'm trying to see what else we got here.
1: And now we've got the uh, current Ant Man Volume Two. Mm-hmm. Written by Nick Spencer. If you guys read Thief of Thieves over Image or uh, like I said, Marvel he's read. He's written some Avengers runs. Avengers World he helped write with Hickman. And uh, he also wrote, uh, what's it called? It was the Superior Foes of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Which if you haven't read that, it's one of the it's one of those books that's like under a larger umbrella but it's got, they've got enough freedom to be really funny and it's the story of like these the just the biggest loser villains in Spider-Man history. And he writes them for I think it's 12 issues and it's all hilarious. It's it's the humor in Ant-Man turned up to 12 with a bunch of Loser, bad guys.
0: Gotta <laughs> gotta check, got check that out. Yeah. Um. Oh, one thing I, I didn't mention. Another another key character for Scott. Um, and again, full circle. It all comes from full circle. Circle. Tony Stark. You right. know, you, He's everywhere. You, you begin. You begin Scott's story with 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 Tony Stark. You you begin it. You know his his our very first introduction to Scott Lang is. He's hired by Tony Stark and, and this Ant-Man volume two, the, the, this this new Ant-Man run. What is he doing? He, he, he's trying to get a job at Stark enterprises as head of security, you know? And despite his background, you're like, well, why is he don't Well, it? No, he, Tony took a chance on him. He's helped save uh, Tony's life before, you know, I think it was Iron Man One Thirty Three uh when Tony stuck in his armor. Uh, he was also involved in the demon in the bottle story, uh, he helped uh, Tony research, uh, he was in working in Tony's research and development lab and I think in Iron, it was Iron Man 121, um, 125 it's during the Demon in the Bottle storyline. He helps uh, Tony figure out who Justin Hammer is. Tony's trying to, Tony's basically asking him how to break into Rikos Island <laughs> and Scott goes and does it for him. So yeah, they. Uh, I think I think Cassie calls uh, Tony uh, Uncle Tony. So it's a, it's a really close relationship with the, those characters. So wouldn't be surprised if you get. Uh, that might be how you get Ant Man, uh, Paul Rudd in in Civil War.
1: Yeah, and it's an easier way to include Ant Man in the Marvel Universe and not have him hit a woman.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: very right. <laughs> it took me an hour, but I didn't. I, I didn't make a Hank Pym hitting women joke for well, an hour.
0: I mean, and, just, and, and, if you, and if, again, I, I think a lot of people, you know, when they say, "Oh, you got to have Hank Pym. You got to have this." they just don't realize how much Hank Pym has not been Ant-Man like even now like when we just I just finished rereading uh the last part of Hickman's Avengers new Avengers run Hank Pym is there but he's he's in the yellow yellow jacket costume right you know so I mean and he's older I mean if you think about it Hank Pym in that Avengers run looks like you know he's slightly younger
1: but he kind of looks like Michael Douglas yeah yeah, but he's also
0: been through a lot of shit. In that adventure run, because oh, no. Hickman's a psychopath. Oh no, 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 no! no. I mean, he's <laughs> he's been through a lot of shit. Like, but I'm uh, well. I mean, we we gotta do. We're doing that 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 run on the twenty seventh. But yes. uh, I, I can't wait to talk about just that that whole. I'm a home. Is it really? Uh, yeah, <laughs> is, like, is it really you, Tony? Is it really Yeah, you know, that. Yeah, yeah. Hank uh, yeah, Pym went through a lot of shit. <laughs> <in> that, <laughs> in that run, he's he saw he basically saw the the death of universes so plural the, plural the death of universes and the death of gods so yeah yep. um yeah when when you see that shit yeah, <laughs> he, he ain't no time to Yeah, ain't no ain't, ain't, ain't no coming back but no no so i i think that there's a way to move uh, there, there, there definitely is a way to move forward in the marvel cinematic universe with scott lane because it just it, it makes sense it's the it's the perfect character it's the you know, this th- this is actually how the comics have been going for a while now. I mean, you can, you you can actually, you can still have you know Hank Pym. You can still maybe I don't know how many movies they sign up uh, Michael Douglas for, but you can you can get him in a costume if you really wanted to, or you can you can not and it'd be fine because Scott he, Lang has a
1: actor and put him on uh, a Agent Carter.
0: Right. I mean, you 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 can. I mean, it's Scott Lang has been Ant Man, you know, and he has a his story has has touched so many other stories and been, been been a small part of that. So I can definitely see why they're going forward with this and going forward with the character. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to see if I got anything else in there. I think we might have covered everything. I, I was worried at That's first. That's all the we big stuff get, I wanted to talk about.
1: You said what now? That was all the big stuff I wanted to talk about.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't sure we were going to get the entire... When we first said we were going to do Scotland, I'm like, mm, man, it might be like 30 minutes. But after going through this stuff, I mean, it's, it's really interesting. Like I said, when, when we put this up, I'll make sure I, I try to include all... The um, the 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 issues we talked about here, like I said, they're almost all of them except for the Marvel Premiere are on um, Marvel Marvel Premiere forty seven are in Marvel Unlimited, and even Marvel Premiere forty seven doesn't really count. Be, you don't really need it because you don't. It, it, forty seven and forty eight don't really matter. It's two issues that give you the entire storyline, but he recaps it all in the beginning of the the new Ant Man run anyway. Like up, that's all, one of the
1: other good things about a character who's never been like a, a massive character is that every time he's in a, in a book, they're like, here's where he came from. And they give you like the little blurs where you're like, oh, that's the two issues I couldn't read on Marvel Unlimited.
0: Yeah, and, and that's it. So you, you don't need it. But I, I do highly recommend, and again, some, some of the older stuff and older appearance, they're older issues. I mean, you can go back for nostalgia's sake or you just want to see how, you know, you want to go back to the thought bubble era where everybody wrote out every meaningless point of, uh, of dialogue they could think of, then go back and read those stuff. But I, I do highly recommend the Avengers... Uh, the Avengers... The, the Child Crusade... The Children's Crusade one. And uh, I think... I'm not sure... Is that is that all the Young Avengers ones? Or are there more? I think there's got to be more,
1: too. It's all the ones he's in. He's in. I would okay. recommend
0: anything that says Young Avengers on it. Okay, that's what I'm going to say, yeah. that, that it, it was pretty good. Like, I, I was... I, you see them at, like there's actually a good moment between um i can't remember her name but the 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 woman who plays the, the girl who plays hawkeye kate bishop yeah there there was a good moment between her and and you know male hawkeye clint and when he was like just <laughs> somebody goes call her hawk or well, hawkling or hawk Hawkcat or something like that like, and, she, no. <laughs> and at some point like actually uh clint actually does but is is non sexist uh clint and goes because he's like, we don't have enough um, explosive air. He's like, well, I guess it's a good thing there's two Hawkeyes. Then, I mean, it, it, it's it's really good moments, man. I I really yeah. enjoyed reading the Children's Crusade, and I definitely want to go back and read the rest of the Young Avengers stuff. So, um, I think it's good. I, I like those characters, and I think they're they're very interesting characters. And they know, except for um Eli Bradley, I fucking hated that kid. Whoa, oh, God,
2: all right, never- <laughs>
0: fucking, he was so goddamn annoying, man. And then he fucking he ended up fucking ruined everything. Eli's been through a lot. I know he's been through a lot, but I'm just saying, man, it just like had to be the black. Kid. But anyway, now it's it's, it's really <laughs> a good run. It's it's a good run. I mean, there there there's just great moments between uh, there's the moments between uh, Speed and Quicksilver when they're <laughs> running each other, and then or then when um, Quicksilver realizes that uh, the the twin that he's probably going to be more. Uh, he's closer to is not actually speed, but Wick, uh Wiccan. I mean, it's yeah. it's a really good read, so I definitely highly recommend uh, going out and reading the at least the Children's Crusade and like, like uh Deepom said, anything that's uh, Young Avengers because that stuff. Uh, and um
1: and read the Ant Man book because Ant Man book's great. Oh yeah, so
0: definitely read the Ant Man book. I believe that is not on Marvel Unlimited right now. Maybe like one or two issues are. I don't. I don't know. I can actually
1: find out right now uh you can't find a marvel it's worth it's worth if you're waiting for a trade go buy the first trade whenever it drops yeah it's worth it
0: yeah uh it it really is let's see i mean because even if it's on marvel unlimited it's only going to be and
1: it's not yeah it's like six issue it's like six months back right
0: Oh wait, Ant-Man and the Wasp was that the one that that's Eric O'Grady?
1: I have no idea. I don't know how to see what the series is. <laughs> I've never heard that series in my life. Yeah, this is weird. This
0: is Tim. I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't know. Well, I'll find it out. But yeah, so read that and then um, Avengers World. I'm a, I'm gonna read that as well. Uh, but that because that, that actually looked good too because I think I think if you read. The Children's Crusade, and then read Avengers World. Just while reading the end of Avengers World, I feel like it really ties in to what happened in the Children's Crusade. So definitely check that out as well. And again, it involves uh, Scott and Cassie a little bit toward in there. Like I said, you know, none of these are really big Scott stories. I mean, even his death wasn't the most significant death. And-
1: it wasn't a Scott slaying story. Right. It was an Avenger story that he happened to die in.
0: Right. I mean, he really is just the accidental Avenger. <laughs> but... He really is. He That'd is. be a great tagline. Yeah, he's the he's the accidental Avenger, but I I like the guy though. I think he's got a he's actually got a compelling story. He's pretty consistent. He's one of the I think he's one of the easier characters to follow. He doesn't have a because yep. he's not used like everybody else and not a big name. He kind of you can kind of just use him when you need to, and his stuff stays. Nobody undoes any of his stuff. Without, and he's getting
1: played by the uh, immortal vampire Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Thanks to me, I'm really looking forward to doing that. So, let me see if I got anything else in here. I'm trying to go through. We talked. We mentioned Darren Cross. The ants are definitely one of his, uh, his allies.
1: Um, related characters. Walker, time, and while you look that up, I defy anyone to uh, go see, go see the promo pictures from Clueless. Look up Paul Rudd, and then look at him now. He's an immortal vampire. It's not. It's really creepy. It is.
0: It is. Clueless
1: came out in 1994. <laughs> it's been 21 years he hasn't aged a second it's ridiculous
0: yeah. all right uh oh i guess we, we mean to this but i feel like darren cross is his only legit nemesis i mean oh they're... nemesis it's
1: yeah it's, it's accidentally taskmaster oh well
0: see and, that, and that's a crazy thing so in the in, in the ant-man run the new ant-man run he mentioned that he's fought taskmaster like three times yo yeah like three times, and they've been. I mean, the one at the carnival was actually a pretty epic one. It was actually pretty badass. And like, it's so funny when Death Master's like, I don't remember that. Like, we we we're not nemesis, are we? I don't, I don't know you, dude. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Like, he has he's fought him like three different times. They've been they've been big deals, and he's like, I don't I don't remember this. He's fought Doom. Like, he has all these people he's done, and people are just like Scott Lang. I don't I don't know this guy. It's it's so funny when you see. How much he's been involved in and who he's actually come up against. And people go, Scott Lang? I don't know who the fuck Scott Lang is. You're just like, what? It's, it's almost like, you get that idea of Star-Lord in, uh, in Garden of the Galaxy. He's like, I'm Star-Lord.
2: Who? Who? I
0: don't know. <laughs> uh, I never heard of you. Yeah, that's what people do with um <laughs> with, with Ant-Man. And it's funny. Either that or he gets, again, an Ant-Man the new one. And he gets, uh, he gets all Hank Pym's enemy thinking he's Hank Pym. <laughs> so but I think is have that first uh character corner and uh hopefully we'll be doing more of these and um so we did a Marvel one this time I am assuming we're going to try to do a DC one next time uh, might take us a little time cuz I got I'm going to gather the research really gather the research on this one but Tell me who you want to do and I I can help you. Okay, I think we're I, I think we'll go with the easy one cuz I think you'll have the most information on this. Let's go ahead and do Wally West.
1: That's all you need to say. Yeah.
0: So we'll do. We'll, let's do Wally West next, and then we'll go from there. But um, yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening. This has been the Character Corner for Scott Lang, Ant Man. You can find the rest of our, our podcast. It's not even a review. The rest of our podcast on movietrailerreviews.net. Search for movie trailer reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, Radio. Uh, the, again, this is a free. This is a free episode on uh, on the free feed. So if you want to listen to. Uh, the other stuff we have going on the MTR premium show like so we just added our horror shows. We have combo book clubs. Hell no Cupid reminiscing with Chris playing dead. I mean, I got a ton of stuff planned over the next few um, Few months, so take it out eight dollars eight dollars a month get to all that stuff
1: hey, hey, all the premium content is on point if y'all are on the fence go ahead and do it It's only eight bucks a month and plus the more people we get, the closer we get to watch Chris interact with the Steve Harvey Gating site.
0: See, I feel like you're more interested in that than the actual – I am so
1: interested in that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yes, yes, please do that. Um, please, please sign up. But like I said, the, the content is there. You guys, I know you guys will love the content. Like I said, I think uh, – I might have to do this uh, this Thursday, but maybe next Monday I'll be putting up the Blade Runner episode that I, did, I recorded with um, – Rod from Black Eye Tips. Oh God! Yeah, and that was that was great. We really, we actually had a really good conversation about the, the movie and when how problematic that movie is. It's more problematic than people think. So, yeah, a lot of rape. Yeah, I think people are gonna wanna wanna really listen to that. So, yeah, it's been it's been great. Like I said, um, hope you guys enjoy. Check out our sponsor Tweetaudio.com. Put the code on reviews. Get thirty three percent off, free shipping, and free lifetime warranty. That code is reviews for any earbuds and headphones. Till next time. Thank you very much, Deepom. We are out of here. Peace.